sometimes it's okay to neglect side projects and it doesn't have to be permanent, right? Like you might put a side project on hold for a little while or maybe lower the frequency of it or something like that for a little while while you focus on this new thing. And that's also totally okay. Like you can pick it back up later. Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creatives. My name's Charlie. And my name is Femke. In this episode today, we're going to be talking about balancing current side projects with new exciting ideas. So I often get this, Charlie, I'm sure you do too, where you have this new exciting idea for a side project and you really want to find some way to squeeze it in and you're thinking, maybe if I just shuffle some of these around, maybe I can make time for it. But sometimes it's harder than, than we think to actually introduce a new workload onto our already existing workload. So we're going to talk a little bit about you know when to take on a new project, how do you feel you're ready for the next step, or how do you deal with or try not to neglect your existing projects when taking on a new one, and sort of finding that balance. And today's topic actually came from a listener who had a question about this, and I'll just read it out. This is from a listener, Austin, and he asked... I'm always struggling with taking the next step with side projects. I want to get the next project started, but I feel like I'm neglecting the projects I've already launched. I've got two projects that I should be focusing on growing, but I also have some ideas that I'm really excited about and want to pursue. So my question is this, how do you balance current projects with new exciting ideas? I'm excited to get into this one today, Charlie. I'm sure that we both each have some thoughts on this. But before we get started, how are you going? You're about to jump on a plane and go to the States. How are the feelings? Oh my gosh, there's just a lot to do, as per usual. Even more so because we've got huge projects on at work at the moment and then knowing that I'm not going to be at home in my usual work situation and uh, it's just a lot. And I have not even really started thinking about my trip yet, even though it's coming up in like four days. So yeah, Uh, I'm currently working on the design of the slides for my conference talk that I'm giving at the end of June and that's pretty fun doing some fun things in Keynote with with some like little magic move have you ever used that in Keynote? I have used it it's like the animations and stuff right? Yeah yeah where it like animates between two different slides in a cool way Um, so that's fun trying to find non-cheesy ways to do animation basically in my presentation I'm looking forward to it though. I think it's going to be a really good talk. I'm, I feel actually more excited to give it than I do feel nervous at the moment, but I'm sure that will swap around when it gets closer to the time. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of nerves is always good. I think, you know, keeps you on your toes, but it's also good to be excited too. Exactly. Yes. Usually my nerves far outweigh the excitement. So yes. How about you? How's things going with you? You said you were late to this recording because you were on a run. So that's great that that's still going. Yes, and I was slow, that's why I'm late. (laughs) Uh, But things are going well. I actually, excitingly, I'm going on a little mini holiday this weekend, which is super exciting. Ooh, where to? Uh, To one of the Greek islands. Oh, just casually? Just casually. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I had uh, some leave for a Friday and a Monday, so I was like, okay, four-day weekend, we should go somewhere, what should we do? And... I don't know, whenever we go on these sort of mini Europe long weekend trips, we always go to a city or like we go to somewhere in Scandinavia or whatever. And this time we were like, let's go to a beach. It is summer and we've not really like made a purposeful trip to any sort of beach place in Europe since we moved here. 
So yeah, we spent like three hours in the weekend researching like different places to go and like especially Greek islands there's so many different islands and you kind of have to pick one so it was quite a bit of research just thinking where we should go but yes I'm very excited to just have three four days of doing nothing and just sitting on a beach at a resort going swimming yeah it's gonna be so nice that sounds ideal and that sounds like the exact type of holiday that I want to fit in at some point this year. Oh, you deserve it, girl. <laughs> yeah, well, it's probably going to have to be maybe September or October by the stage, but still. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes and then basically getting all your recommendations. I will let you know how it goes. I'm basically pre-rewarding myself. Like, <laughs> I probably am the same as you. Like, oh, it's probably better if I did this after summer because I've got a lot of things coming up. But I don't know. It's also like calm before the storm. I'm just going to sit on the beach and like mentally prepare myself and then come back and do a lot of work over summer. So yeah, girl. And you know what? You can go have another break after summer if you want as well. (laughs) Oh, thanks for the permission. (laughs) So nice. Um, So yeah, no side project update really or project updates because I'm just really looking forward to this trip and trying like I I'm not planning to really do any work while I'm there it's really going to be a relaxing time so yeah looking forward to it oh you're making me so jealous sorry that sounds amazing 27 <laughs> degrees it's going to be nice oh even better so let's jump into today's topic about new side projects have you had this before I definitely have where I get these sparks of inspiration usually like Maybe I see someone doing something really cool or I have an idea and then I usually kind of sit on it for a little while thinking, oh, like, should I do this or what would it look like if I introduced this into my my routine or how could I bring this side project into my current plate of things? And actually, to be honest, more often than not, I end up not acting on these ideas. Sometimes I think that's for the better, like... For example, I've had times where I've had an idea that lasted like a year or maybe more and then I never act on it and I kind of get to a point where I'm like, okay, maybe this is a sign that, you know, I've been thinking about it for so long but haven't done it. Obviously, it's either not a priority for me or I'm happy with my current side projects and workload or a few occasions it's been the opposite when I've had an idea and actually been able to act on it. But more often than not, I usually have the idea and it kind of sadly ends up dying. What about you? What's your kind of feeling on this or your experience? I feel like I'm in a state right now where I'm really trying to free up space for side projects that have an end to them, if that makes sense. I feel like absolutely everything that I have going on at the moment is all a continuous side project, right? Like I've got my Patreon, I've got my YouTube, I've got this podcast, the community. All of those things are side projects that have no end date to them, right? They're like regular content production that I have to do every single week. And so there's not really space, like that doesn't leave space in my schedule for working on the font that I like still really want to work on. But there's just no time. Like, you know, my, my weeks are so busy and I'm, I'm yeah, trying to work out ways to clear space for it. And I know I want to, like, there's more I want to do in this world than just produce content. You know, I want to make, be making things and yeah, doing these side projects that I can put a bow on it and call it done, you know, and, and have that be an idea that I have worked on and completed And so that's my current issue is making the space for those things. Um, But it sounds more like what you're talking about is struggling to know if you should work on it or not. 
I feel like I don't really have a problem with that in a way. Like, I know if I want to work on a side project or not. I don't know. Would you say that's that's more of the problem that you have or no? I think so. I think I just have so many ideas and they also kind of vary in terms of like what they are. And so I'm not sure if it would be a good fit for my side project portfolio, quote unquote. I love that. (laughs) Uh, You know, I guess it's like, oh, I'm really interested in this thing and I could put a year's worth of work into it, but is it worth it? Like maybe it doesn't actually align with where I want to be in a year's time from now. So that's more of the thing that I struggle with is kind of deciding what is worth putting effort into. I definitely don't have a lack of ideas, but it's more like, okay, I've got this cool idea and yet it's super fun, but is it worth making the time for this? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Can I read out something that Zach said in our community about when to start side projects? Because I think it fits in well here. So Zach says that I start side projects when I have an idea of something that excites me and I think that I can benefit others through. So I take on a new project when the inspiration for it hits and I know I'm ready to take the next step if I'm still working on it in a week or two. So by then I'm either well into it and dedicated to it or it's fallen off due to lack of passion or time available to do it. Um, If I start neglecting other projects, it's because I, I think that I can do more, go further or help more people with this new one. And the balance comes from my responsibility at work. If I start neglecting work because of a side project, then I know I need to dial it back or put it on hold until the weekend or entirely. So I really like this very pragmatic approach to things. And it sounds like when Zach has an idea, he'll start it and then see how far that initial burst of inspiration takes him, you know? So maybe that's something for you. Like It sounds like you're maybe overthinking it a little bit in a way. I don't know if, if you feel that too, if that's rude to say. But No, no, no. I was actually going to say that because that I, I realized that as I was hearing Zach, like Zach is like, just jump into it, like just do it. And if you're still doing it a couple of weeks from now, then obviously it's something you're excited about. And I'm definitely more the kind of person where I like to plan and I like to prepare and I like to launch something or like put something out with a bang, like everything's so perfect. And I'm afraid of that failing basically. Like Like I'm afraid of starting something and then failing. So I don't want to commit publicly and start a new project and then in a month's time fall off the wagon. But then the danger for me is that I then get stuck in that early period of like researching it and like trying to make it perfect and then nothing happens, right? Because I'm too overthinking it, like you said, or overanalyzing it when maybe instead what I should just be doing is just do it, like, you know, and not overthink this too much. Totally. Like, just start it. You don't have to announce it or tell anyone you're starting it. So then if you end up not pursuing it after a few weeks, nobody even knows and you won't feel bad about that or anything. But I I think I'm similar to Zach in that when I have an idea that I really want to work on, I do just start it. It's almost like nothing can stop me from starting on it in a way, like that initial burst of motivation. But I don't feel like I'm able to give the project enough of my time to fully test the waters if that makes sense like it sounds like Zach will like pursue it wholeheartedly uh or like you know if he hasn't then he knows it's because it's turned out to be not as important for him or whatever but for me I think often when I'm not pursuing it it's because I've just been having to focus on the regular content production stuff and sometimes when a new side project idea comes along I will sacrifice some other content production stuff for it But I really don't want to have to be doing that. So, yeah, I need to find a way to 
cut back on some things or like improve processes or whatever so that I can spare up time to yeah test test new ideas out and actually work on them a bit yeah so that's a it brings in sort of another point from Austin's question is about neglecting the other projects that you have so you already started hinting a little bit about that how do you make sure that you don't start neglecting the other things that you already have on your plate well, you know what I'm going to say is that I think it's okay to neglect some other things on your plate if they're side projects. Like, I don't think you should neglect your work or, you know, things that people are paying you for, for, for a new side project or whatever. But if you find yourself neglecting other side projects and you're okay with that, then maybe it's time for that side project to end, you know? Just because you start something doesn't mean you have to keep doing it forever. And if you're more excited about the new idea, I would say don't you know, throw the baby out of the bathwater and completely switch off the old side project until you're for sure that this new one is more important to you. But I don't think you should feel bad about ending side projects. That said, I know with me when I start to neglect and I don't know, I've come really close some weeks to not getting a YouTube video up for the week. And I'm just really proud that I've managed to be doing that for like four and a half years now, every single week. And that is not something that I want to neglect. I know for sure that that is not something I want to give up. So when that starts to happen, I'm like, oh, okay, no, we've got to work out a bit of balance here because I know that it's not something that I want to end. I, I guess it's about balance when it comes to neglecting and what you want to actually spending, be spending your time on more and what fits better with your, as you said, fam, your side project portfolio. Because the truth is we cannot do everything, right? We just have to accept that right here, right now. And so you're not going to get more time in the day. You're not going to suddenly be able to only sleep for two hours a night and have those extra six hours or whatever to spend on, on side projects. So something's got to give. Uh, how do you work this out? What, what's your approach to this film with neglecting current side projects? Yeah, I think for me, it's also about managing expectations. Like, for example, I have the creative series publication on Medium where I interview uh, other creatives and publish them. And I started doing those a few years ago with a very strict fortnightly cadence. Like every second week I would do it. Uh, then it kind of started slipping. It was like once a month. Then it started slipping some more. And I still am very much doing it actively, but far less so frequent than I was before. And originally that worried me, right? I freaked out. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to keep up with this cadence and people are going to lose interest if I'm not posting like every third Thursday or whatever. But I don't know, that extra pressure just wasn't like it made it less fun or less enjoyable so now I just have let that go and I don't set myself any expectations on when a new one is going to come out and I just do it when I have the passion and when I have the feeling and that so naturally happens to be about once a month uh, which I'm fine with and I'm happy with and like if I look at that you know originally it was very strict every fortnight now it's like more relaxed and I'm actually enjoying it a lot more now and so for me it's about like changing that expectation that I have on myself and also that others have, I suppose, as well. And I like what you said earlier about sometimes it's okay to neglect side projects. And I also want to add that it doesn't have to be permanent, right? Like yes, good point. You might put a side project on hold for a little while or 
maybe lower the frequency of it or something like that for a little while while you focus on this new thing. And that's also totally okay. Like you can pick it back up later. Like there's no one saying that you can, that it goes into this closet drawer and gets locked away forever. So I think it's totally okay to kind of have these ups and downs and have these cadences. Of course, if you have a new idea or a new project, you're going to get shiny eye syndrome and kind of distracted by it and excited. And that's a good thing, right? It shows that you're passionate and you're excited about it. And naturally other things are going to fall to the wayside a little bit. And I think that's totally fine. Like I wouldn't worry too much about it. Obviously in your case, Charlie, with your YouTube channel, like you are very clear on like, that's your sort of number one side project priority and you don't want to miss a week and things like that. And so for you, I guess it's a little bit more having a bit more control over that and making sure that doesn't fall away. But I would otherwise say in general, like it's okay if you know, you miss a few weeks or something falls away for a little while, you can always bring it back. It's not gone forever. Totally. And I, I guess I've already, ne- like, I'm neglecting my YouTube channel in a way because, for example, my technical schedule that I say in my channel banner and, you know, at the end of my channel trailer or whatever, is that I upload a vlog every Tuesday and then a, like, design video every Saturday. I have not been uploading a vlog every Tuesday for the past, I don't know, three months. That just hasn't happened. And I've been doing a lot of videos that are, like, simpler to film and edit, you know, to be able to make time. So that's my way of freeing up time in my that I would normally be spend on spending on YouTube videos, you know, for other things. Sure. And that's okay, right? Like Yeah. I'm okay with it. And it's my channel, so that's what matters, right? Well, that too. <laughs> and like have people noticed? Like what has kind of the response been since you started not posting them as much? Some people seem to be missing the vlogs. So, you know, I wish that I could be putting them up for them, but not so much that I want to spend more time working on it. You know what I mean? Right. It's not <laughs> worth the, the effort. To... Yeah, the extra effort. It's not like I'm just sitting around being lazy instead of editing a vlog. Like I'm doing other things. But yeah, it, at the end of the day, it's my channel and it's my choice. So if I'm fine with it, then that's okay. And that's where I think this, like, if you feel guilty for neglecting a side project, you have to ask yourself if it's because you feel this social pressure to keep going with it if you feel like oh I should be doing this because I started it you know or if it's because you truly want to be working on it and you're like aching to have enough time for both in a way you know I think those are two very different things and the former you shouldn't worry about and the latter is where you can find some balance. Brian had a interesting note about this like having lots of different projects on at the same time as well in our community where he said that he will only have one project on at a time. And I was like, wow, I can't imagine. What (laughs) What is that like? (laughs) (laughs) But he's got this like ranking system for projects uh, and says he likes to think of them being in different states. And there are the states are a state of mind and are named accordingly is what he says. So there's first an active project and that's like this main single project that you're working on. Then there can be resting projects. So that's either like a completed project that just needs some more like support time. For example, if you've designed t-shirts and that requires you to print and ship them or you've made an app. And so that requires you to be doing like support responses, that sort of thing. It's not really like you're actively working on it. It's just that it needs a bit, bit of, bit of time. Maintenance. Yeah. Maintenance. That's the word. Third is safe. So this is a project that you've put to rest and is in cold storage. So it's not like you're saying I'm never doing it again. It's just like in storage, right? 
And then fourth is left home and that is a completed project. So one that you're not going to think about anymore. That's a thing you've done. You can check the box and yeah, put it away. So that's really interesting. And he says that active projects should only be started when other projects are in the, you know, other three categories. So that's how he, I suppose, checks in and yeah, makes sure that side projects are not getting too overwhelming. This is super interesting way to think about it. And my first like instinct when I when I read this was that I feel like this applies very well to side projects that kind of have a beginning and an end, like an actual thing that you're making or thing that you're putting out. And I'm not sure, I'm trying to figure out how this would apply to ongoing side projects. Even this podcast, for example, I would say is pretty active, right? Like, yes. <laughs> I mean, resting where it's more about like just providing support and making sure the pipes are running and things. I mean, we have to record this weekly episode, so I don't really feel like that falls into the resting column. So therefore, I would consider this podcast like an always active project. Yeah, 100%. But then, of course, you and I both have other projects that we also do. And so I think it is possible to have multiple projects on the go. I would also say it is a lot harder But yeah, this is definitely an interesting way to think about it and one that I think applies really nicely to projects that have this kind of really clear start and finish. Yeah, I think we we did an episode, I can't remember how many episodes ago, but talking about monthly focus, right? So that is my like one way that I play favorites with my projects, I suppose, and do pick the one project to focus on. So the others are still happening, but the one is getting my main effort. We'll link to that in, in the show notes if, if you haven't listened to that episode. But basically every month I pick like a goal or a project or like something I want to focus on and push ahead further. And so that gives myself permission to kind of do the bare minimum, I suppose, for the others. Not neglect, but do the bare minimum. We also had a tweet from Marina and she said, I've noticed that when I think about new projects, I tend to get a gut feeling that either tells me, yeah, this is a good idea, but would you actually make the time or yes, make the time and do it. And I definitely have this too, where I have these projects, like I said earlier, where I think about for a year, right. And I'm like, oh, how am I going to make the time for this? And then I have projects where I'm like, yes, I totally should do this. And I just do it one, one weekend and, and it all works out. Do you have the same, Charlie? Yes, for sure. Uh, there's lots of ideas that I sometimes some have started on. Like I've brought up several times my artwork for alternate singles project. I would love to be working on that, but it doesn't really fit with my goals and my priorities. And so I just think that time could be better spent somewhere else. And so that's not something that I'm like, yes, I'm going to make the time for this, you know, because there's other things that are more important to me. Something I'm, I've just been thinking about as we've been talking femme is how much I think the people that surround you can impact what you want to be working on, if that makes sense. Let me explain. So maybe previously, before I started work at ConvertKit, I was perfectly content with all my content production stuff. And I think that's how I've gotten myself in a situation where all I'm doing is content production on the side, right? But now I work with this amazing group of people and like uh, one woman on my team, Issa, is writing a book currently. And she's written one in the past that's been published. And this is a new one that she's been working on for like four years, doing the research and interviews for. And it's so fascinating to like when we chat about our weekends or whatever. And she talks about what she got up to with her book and how she's like submitting it proposal and things like this. And it's just such a fascinating process. 
And I'm just like, wow, you are so cool, like, doing this. Like, I want to do something, like, big and amazing like that, too. I feel like all the things that I'm working on are kind of small in comparison. And, yeah, it just makes me want to aim higher, basically. And that's where this drive has come from for me to be able to fit in new projects and to be able to fit in a new, like, bigger, overarching project. Yeah, totally. And also, maybe sometimes the fact that you have a new project idea or something is coming up that you're excited about is a sign that maybe it's time for the next chapter or something, right? Like maybe it's time to lay the current side projects or side project or whatever you have to rest and kind of take on this new one. Like we all go through these different chapters and different phases. When you were speaking, that kind of reminded me of that as well, that side projects aren't always necessarily these indefinite things that you're going to be doing forever. And so we have these natural cadences and maybe if you are having these new ideas, maybe that's a sign that you either are losing passion for the ones you currently have or it's time to take a new road or something like that. So that could also be uh, another reason why you're having these new ideas. Yeah, totally. Like I do feel like there's something missing from my side project portfolio. I really love that term. So I'm just going to keep saying it. Oh, sure. You're welcome. (laughs) And yeah, I want to, I want to work on that and I want to fit it in. Like I could see myself in my career, right? Side projects and work-wise, I could just keep going at this same doing what I'm doing for the next few years and it would be great but I want to do more than that you know and so that's where yeah I've got to make the time for it and maybe that will mean cutting back on some things like maybe I'll get to five years on YouTube because I feel like I definitely want to reach that milestone and then drop back to like one video a fortnight for example I don't know but I need to find some way to to make the space because I am only one person and yes I have only 24 hours in a day and part of that needs to be spent asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Really? You sleep? (laughs) Yes. Because I'm not a robot. (laughs) Yeah, I'm also thinking about like timing feels like it has a place here. Like if an opportunity comes along for you to work on something, then you know, that could also be a sign that it might be worth putting your current things on hold and working on this new exciting thing. Uh, Because maybe, I don't know, the the benefit or the outcome of doing that opportunity might be really great. So that could also be another situation where I'd say it could be worth putting your current things on hold and yeah, taking part in this opportunity that, that has come your way, whether that's something like, I don't know, public speaking, speaking at a conference, or maybe you've been asked to collaborate with someone on something. Those are also other situations, I think, where it can be difficult to, you know, try and fit that into your already current workload. Yeah, you've kind of got to make a, when an opportunity comes up, it can feel like a snap decision, right? About if you take it or not. Sometimes that snap decision might take a week of contemplating. But yeah, you do need to think about if you do want to take this on, what's that going to mean for your existing things? And you mentioning public speaking then made me realize that, yeah, okay, in the past month, I have been working on two separate talks, you know, one workshop, one conference talk. So I guess that's been taking up some of my time that you know, once they're done, I could be putting towards the font or or whatever I decide. So maybe I just need to go a little bit easier on myself. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And I've definitely had situations where an opportunity has come and I've been really excited about it. And it it didn't ever happen because I realized now what I was trying to do was squeeze it in somewhere when actually what I should have done is 
put some things on hold or say no to some of my existing things to make the space for it. Because I think I was just being too ambitious thinking that I was going to be able to do this opportunity and also my current workload. And I mean, that's just not possible. So I was being too ambitious for sure. Yeah, for sure. There's been certain things that come up for me where I'm like, okay, yeah, I would want to put other things on hold to do this. I can't think of an example off the top of my head right now. But there's definitely been things where I'm like, no, I can make this my main priority and I'm going to make this my focus this month, you know. And other things that come along where I'm like, okay, well, could I do this as well as the other stuff? And that is the thing to say no to, right? If you're not as excited about it enough to make it your main thing, then it's probably not worth you adding in. Especially if it's an opportunity that comes your way. So that's like someone else asking you for it in a way, you know. An example I can think of here is that I've been invited, like, they're so sweet. They've been inviting me for about a year to this design sprint workshop in Berlin. They're like, yeah, it'll be a trip to Berlin. Like, you know, we'll pay for your flights accommodation and it's like a week long or like three days. I can't remember exactly. Workshop about design sprints. I'm like, this sounds great. But also I don't work on a product team. I don't like work on projects with the designers, really. I'm the one designing for the marketing site, you know. So while this would be fun to have a trip to Berlin and like, I'm sure I'll get a lot out of the workshop. I can't directly apply it to my job. And like, it just doesn't seem like it's the most relevant and most valuable use of my time. So I just can't do it at the moment. Yeah. And you've just been putting it off for a year thinking maybe the opportunity will sound right or. (laughs) Yeah. I've been like, I think I said to them in like August last year, I was like, Hey, check in with me next year because this year is like all filled up. So, you know, let's see then. And then they've checked in this year and I'm like, uh, well, kind of this year is all filled up again. Yeah, yeah. That is definitely a sign. I think that, I mean, it's not the right thing for you, right? Yeah, exactly. I should just let them off the hook, right? And save their workload of checking in with me every yes, six months. Yes, I think so. I think it's about time for that, Charlie. It's time. Okay, I'm going to do that after this episode. <laughs> cool. Any other last thoughts about this? I feel like we've covered like a really big range regarding this topic. Do you have anything else you want to share? I think it all just comes down to your gut, right? It's kind of what Zach said and what we read out, that if you're excited about something, you're going to work on it. And if you're not, then you'll find yourself making excuses or, you know, find yourself not able to make the time, make the time for it in amongst everything else. And so listen to your gut and try not to overthink with your brain too much, (laughs) Fem. Yes, that's my problem. Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. And also just to reiterate, like what I said earlier about it's okay as well to neglect side projects sometimes or, or, you know, you can always bring them back. It's not a forever thing. So I think we always have this tendency to just feel really bad when we, you know, let things slip by the wayside. But if doing so opens you up to take on these greater opportunities, right, then obviously that's a great thing. So try and look at it from a sort of broader perspective as well about how the big picture, right? Like saying no to this, what will that mean? Will that open me up for other opportunities? So always kind of look at it from that view as well. Yep, I love that. And I do just want to mention again to think about your overarching side project portfolio because that is important. Is this new thing something quite different to what you have going on at the moment and it's something that you want to add? Or is there something else that is already quite similar and this is kind of just like a twist on it, in which case maybe you could just merge the two instead or something. I don't know. Yeah. This was a good episode. I enjoyed talking about this. Well, we always enjoy talking about side projects, don't we? Yes, always. <laughs> yeah. 
addicts as as the sticker says yes <laughs> all right thank you so much for listening if you want to hear more episodes of design life you can find us in your favorite podcast app or you can go to designlife.fm and browse all of our past episodes yes and new episode is coming i'm very excited about it Woo-hoo. <laughs> just a little sneaky side note also you should follow us on twitter we are at design life fm over there and yeah we always like to talk about topics for upcoming episodes so that we can get your thoughts and opinions on them i think that you'll agree from listening to this episode that it makes the show better right when we can totally bring in your thoughts as well as ours all right see you next week good chat talk to you then bye bye bye